Whoever told you to wear that dress is no friend of yours. I, I was called an abomination. <laughs> <laughs> And welcome to the first episode of Confessions of a Care Home Entertainer. I'm Eleanor. I'm Michaela. And this is our first podcast. Uh, we have been doing this job for a while now and it is such a strange and unusual job. I, I hardly think anyone knows it's like a full-time job. Do you think that, Eleanor? No, I don't think they do. I think, um, I think being outside for the pandemic has raised people's awareness a little bit yeah. that this is actually a job yeah um and it all goes on behind closed doors but yeah we've all been at it for a long time <laughs> yeah um just to have a quick backstory of what we actually do um we sing full-time in care homes uh, to people with dementia uh, mental health disabilities uh, people who um, have younger people in for like i don't know about you but i i do sometimes alcohol dependency units and stuff yeah. like that um basically everything we cover but it's just such a brilliant job and we thought we have so many tales to tell we had to you know we've been told we have to write how many times have we been told you need to write these down yeah we, we i get told all the time you have to write a book but maybe this is just us coming into the 21st century and we are making a podcast so i just think that's a bit better than reading because i don't think it would quite i think these stories come back come across far better when you hear them rather than reading them as well well straight from the horse's mouth as well <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly so we're we're hoping to make this a regular thing and get some guests to come on and join us uh but for the first one we're just going to be talking a little bit about what we do uh bouncing some questions and talking about what's going on in our in our lives and in our jobs yeah. this week yes uh -huh. have you had good shows this week I have had lovely shows this week, thank you. And um, we're making full use of the heat wave that we've had this past week. It's been insanely hot and lovely for saying it's the end of September. Yes, it was and really I've hot And I've had a lot of garden stuff booked in and it's been really lovely because it's been so warm. All the residents have been outside. I know that doesn't matter so much up north where you are because they are really... <laughs> really resilient to the weather but down south where i am it's important that the sun's out so that's quite yeah. funny because um on my memories of my business page today it was saying like in a couple of weeks this was last year um november the 10th or something residents were outside with me oh my word yeah but like it doesn't surprise me though <laughs> they breathe them hard up north they just shove a coat on and crack on, don't they? Well, yeah, you'd be lucky you're getting a coat on them, to be honest. <laughs> so, Michaela, how did you start doing this job? So I started um, with like a London company and I was taken on as the Northeast girl. However, I didn't stay in the Northeast a bit much. We we got all worked to the bone. Um, we were sent here, there and everywhere. <laughs> and mm -hmm. um, so we, as, as I say, we were taken on Northeast, but I did a lot of Carlisle, Peterborough, uh, Hull, Scotland. I basically just went Lake District. I went everywhere. Peter so we did definitely my area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, one time we got a Peter Barota and I was like, um, is this ours? They were like, yeah. I was like, 
brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. It's no, hours but, away. No, but you know what I did though? Um, I've totally forgot to tell you this. I don't know whether you've seen, but I got a, a UK map and I coloured in every place I've I've gigged. You need oh, to do I, that. I, I bet you've basically done the whole map. You you need to do that. Honestly, you, you will literally be like, oh my God, I can't believe I've gigged that many places. I yeah. have done basically one side of the whole of the country bar, like the top of Scotland. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't like, surprise me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Norwich is the one place I didn't do that side, but everything else I've done. Wow. Yeah, I know. It's insane. But, um, Poor car. <laughs> I guess oh, a, lot, a lot of wear my, and tear. My first, yeah, my first car died. Yeah. After six months, it was absolutely dead and I had to get another one. To be fair, I am amazed my car lasted because my I got into doing this job working for the same company. I was yeah, just... Yeah, um, that's how we know each other. A couple of years behind you. Yes. Um, in the process, uh, yeah, I I don't know how my car survived. I had a little Peugeot 107, bless it. Yeah. And I, I racked up more miles in the three months that I worked for this company than I had in like the five or six years before having the car. We did 300 miles a day. Yeah, it's insane. I don't isn't even it? do that now in two weeks, nearly. No. Absolutely mental. Isn't you see, it? Uh, to be fair, I do because I do the weekend work. Yeah, as well. yeah, you do. Um, I don't. I like a quiet life. No, care home wise, I stick to my area, and and it suits me. Lovely. Yeah, I, I don't. I think if anyone doesn't know, Eleanor's pregnant at the minute. But um, I really think you should be slowing down. You work far too hard for someone who's that far along in a pregnancy. I, 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 yeah, but you know how you much are I a used workaholic. To work. Yes, I know you. Are. But that's the thing. You are possibly. Um, if people think I work hard, I'm always like Eleanor works way harder than what I do. <laughs> <laughs> like the amount of gigs we do as a company, I've got a company where I employ people as well, and I think you work the same amount of gigs as what we do as a company. In De- definitely times. in busy in, times. In normal times. Yeah. Yeah. COVID. Yeah. I. Uh, I can't help it. Yeah, see, I can't I'm, help I'm the it, but you see, us working so hard set us in good stead because we had a bit of savings and yeah, and behind us for the pandemic. You know, yeah. I, I I I constantly live with that fear of well, you never know what's going to happen tomorrow. Oh Lord, you know what I think? I just think how much money did we waste? Oh, I know. Ah, oh, honestly, that's really made me realise how much money I actually waste and how little you can actually survive on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It really makes you reassess. Things, it really does because when uh, I was going to say things are pretty much back to normal, and actually, um, we sold our very last slot today for this year. Oh, amazing! Absolute... That's something to celebrate. Yeah, absolutely. Last slot is gone. Can't get us any more in twenty twenty one. You so, see, that's I... just me though. My other girl Tamsin's available if anyone's listening and they want to book her. <laughs> I I really sh- should be sold out. Looking, at, given the fact that I am due to give birth in the next um, seven weeks. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you want to hope so. <laughs> but what what I've decided to do is just play those weeks close to baby's due date, quite loose and free mm-hmm. and easy. And if I'm feeling up to it, I'll I'll put myself out there if not yeah. i'm not letting anyone down yeah that's true so um who knows i may be fully booked i may not it depends if he decides to make an early appearance or not <laughs> i think he will i think he will because apparently he's big like his dad and if anyone knows my husband they'll understand <laughs> <laughs> poor paul <laughs> i love you paul but you're big i should have thought about this before i married you 
<laughs> I know. But, uh, so let's just say we, we started the job not on the best of terms with getting into this job. Should we just say that? We were pretty yes. much worked to the bone. <laughs> and, I think and- it taught us how not to run our business. Yeah, how not to run Very our well. business. Yes. But it uh, did teach us how amazing the job potentially is. could be. Yes, yes, that's so true. That's it, true. Because we both carried it on. It, it didn't put us off for life. Oh, yeah, definitely not. Because the best part of the day was physically doing the gigs. It was just every other part of the day was a nightmare. Yeah, it was all the rest of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So do you want to go back to our very first day on the job? <laughs> first day on the job do you want to start or should i because oh my word pretty bad we both we both had a bad day didn't we yeah I mean... my my first day was um i was working in blackburn we literally got to the the place that we were gigging and we couldn't set up the pa <laughs> we didn't know because we were just sort of given a pa and that was it and um so we had oh, to so you didn't know it. how to oh no course not we were figuring it out <laughs> and we realized like we were like the microphone's not working and we realized it was turned down at the actual mic box and we didn't know so uh... it was an art uh, yeah 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 because we didn't know <laughs> we were really novices at this job at the minute and um i get that time sorry so um that was had a knock-on effect for the whole day and then by the end of the first day it was our last show of, of the of the day and we were running so late because we were given a rotor that just was impossible to follow. It was like 20 minutes to go 40 miles. So we Sounds ended up, familiar. So we, yeah. <laughs> so we ended up so late and the manager came out and she was like, the old folk wait for no one. <laughs> that is so true they will not how poignant me. is that comment though well i know that really sticks with me though like every time i'm thinking if ever i'm like cutting it close to like get into a gig or there's traffic or there's been like a crash somewhere i'm like the old folk wait for no one. Oh my god <laughs> we should get that tattooed <laughs> <laughs> imagine the old folk but so true though isn't it like that stuck with me but i think you probably had a worse first year Oh, I had a bad day. You I didn't mean, know where you were going. Tell them about that. Oh, uh, no. So scheduling-wise, I was okay. But what I what I will say is that I didn't realise that the venue I was going to was a care home for people with dementia. I didn't even know it was a care home. Um, it was a complete shock to the system. I'm shaking my head if anyone wants to understand <laughs> what I'm doing. <sighs> oh, I'm rolling. Oh. Right. Can you hear me roll my eyes? Oh, I didn't know. And I think what made it even worse was the fact that I was sat, if you can imagine, I'm sat holding traffic up waiting to turn right into the care home when I get there and I'm thinking, oh my word, it's a care home. And I'm thinking, oh, it's a care home. Oh, mm. well, you know, I've never yeah, been in one before. Course, and yeah. and everybody has a preconceived idea mm-hmm. of what they think care homes are like from what the parents and grandparents have told them back in the day. Um, and as I'm sat waiting to turn right, the person behind me gets impatient and overtakes me and crashes with the car coming the other way. And I'm collateral damage in the accident. So not only am I panicking about my first day at work, I've also just been in a car, car crash. But I think that was sort of fate intervening, like, don't do it. <laughs> oh, don't. Imagine. If I really believed in that stuff, I would have been like, it's karma, I'm going home. Yeah. I can't do it. Could have saved you a lot of stress, but then again, you might not be here today. I wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't be here today if I didn't just. But I, I left a job that was steady, a steady job of seven years to do this on a whim. I had a really good manager and he was like, and I was just like, please let me know I've got a job if anything goes wrong. And he was like, yeah, of course. And I was like, right, okay, that's fine. 
Oh, like, what's up? He sounds like one of the good guys. For yeah, he really was. He would he would always like let me go and have days off for auditions at the drop of a hat, and he'd be like, "Just get your shift covered, it's fine." And then um, he put on my holiday through holiday pay through, so I went oh, to London him. with That's like, a so good. Nice. I know, I know. I went to London with like, a good lump sum of money. Bless him. So yeah, um, yeah. And then I went down. I like I say, I went down to London on a, an absolute whim. <laughs> like I left my job and was down in London the next day, and yeah. I had three days to learn three shows, and I was out. So you can imagine the absolute standard of the show it was <laughs> not I your best i had height of sang and dance since i was two and a half and i looked like i'd never taken a a, a dance or a, a singing lesson in my life <laughs> i was so like God. it is one of the least stressful jobs in the world it I really think, is now. i don't understand how they made it so stressful how did they get it so wrong i know it's like how when when we first when we eventually met up in Sheffield because I'd progressed my way in through the company to be um dance team leader so I ended up teaching all of the girls that joined the company like the shows and that's how I met Eleanor yeah you trained me up doing I a trained of Eleanor the shows. doing the shows so that's how and then we've uh yeah we've been friends ever since stayed in touch ever yeah, since yeah I know but then um so so what happened was Eleanor was really stressed and she's like oh my god they said they're gonna spot check us and I was like mate it's going to be me that spots checks you and they'll not be doing it it'll be me that spot checks you and i'm haven't got the time to do it and she was like oh my god thank you <laughs> massive weight was lifted <laughs> but i don't oh, understand how that was sort of like it was it was sort of like a threat it, it was a threat but then they put you in a situation where you were going to be late you know you were going to be dealing with upset clients and that's the that's the last thing you want and when you're sat in traffic and all you can think of is oh you know i'm late and they're going to be really angry when i get there and yeah that's how i probably got the, really bad the anxiety. anxiety yeah i got oh. really bad anxiety doing that job really bad and I don't, i'm not even right since now, now if i if ever i have to ring a home for some reason even if it's something so out of my control like there's been a huge pile upon and the motorway and i'm going to be late i get mm. the, mo the most horrendous anxiety and it's sure it's trauma from back then <laughs> you know well, that's the only thing you I know think what it is. Here, here's a funny story for you. I haven't told you this. Oh, I'm getting new material here. Yeah, and I'm and I'm I'm sorry. I'm embarrassing my husband with this. Um, so my car needed some work a couple of weeks ago. It needed some work doing. It was making a noise I wasn't happy with. So I thought it's the weekend. I'll get it in on Monday. Um, and I said to my husband, "Can I use your car on Saturday? Because I've got um a summer fate in the afternoon." Mm -hmm. And he says, "Yeah, no problem." And he hands me all of his washing to do his washing on um, the Saturday morning after what, you know, all your work stuff goes in mm -hmm. on a Saturday. And I said to him, that washing machine's making a lot of noise. Did you empty your pockets? And he went, oh. no, did you? I said, no. And thought no more of it. And then I went to get in his car to go to work and I said, Paul, where's your car keys? <gasps> <laughs> and they were stuck in, in the, the wash washing machine, yeah. So, of course, I go into full panic mode because I'm going to be late. They're going to be waiting for me. Blah, blah, blah. And oh, um, that was a big gig as well. It was a big gig. It was it was like the first time the home had had any members of the public in for over a year. Oh, it was going to be a big gig. And I was absolutely hysterical. Plus, I got pregnancy hormones raging through my body. Yeah. So ev everything is just so much more of a big deal. And Paul's like, don't panic, it's fine. Ring your mum, get the spare key, we'll be fine. <laughs> and my mum came hot-footed from around the corner with the spare key and all was fine. And I rang the home once I'd gathered myself and I said, if I'm not there ready to set up at 10 to, 
I am on my way. Mm-hmm. I promise I'm on my way. I'm just running a little bit behind. And you know what? As soon as I made that phone call, I was fine. Yeah. And because care. I always leave too much time anyway, yeah, I actually yeah. showed up on time. Yeah. <laughs> but just the fact that I've been able to say I might be a little bit late, I just felt so much better. Yeah. So, And you know what? They're never bothered. They're like, oh, take your time. Yeah, oh, it's because... fine. We're still yeah. finishing lunch. Don't stress. Yes, you know. I know they're always. But I think it's because we've had such a bad experience. And we, we always got shouted at, even though it was never our fault. But we used to be company. very late, didn't yes, we, though? Yes, yes, totally. But it was not... The, unless I had a, a jumbo jet, I would never make the gigs on time. The road no. just never worked, so... But at least we've been through it and we've got out the other side, but, like... I have a question for you. Yes. What was your worst journey to work? You know what mine was. <laughs> I do. Um, the, I've been stuck in, like, gridlocked traffic but then also i have done a gig where i could not find the home for love no money and i've had to cancel we've had to cancel it but this oh. is back in back in old days when i was yeah. with the company when we'd get rotted like out on the sticks and um our and our, and when i tell you this eleanor i'm not exaggerating we ended up on the side of a mountain because the sat nav took us to this place and it wasn't there and we were driving up and i, I remember peering off my driver's side over a cliff <laughs> mine was and, a little less rural than that my, no, my but how, how was that now let us uh, and how did i think there was on top of this sort of mountain was going to be a care home but it just led to like a really remote farm where people sort of started coming out of the the houses looking at us and i just like reversed right back <laughs> the cliff and I, I honestly if if my partner that used to machine if ever she listens to this she will attest that we were literally on the side of a cliff and i was going oh, we're gonna we're gonna fall off the edge of the cliff so do you want to share yours well you know i'm sure many people listening um would sympathize i was going to birmingham from leicester where i live and that involved a journey on the m42 and the m6 at rush hour in the morning and as always there was a massive queue and i ended up being sat there for almost four hours missed all of my gigs for the day stuck in traffic and I didn't have the luxury of being of the correct anatomy to just go and have a wee on the side of the road and nobody care. So I had to, whilst desperate for a wee, down my hot coffee in a flask to provide a receptacle. You can shake your head and laugh all you like. This <laughs> is what happened. No, it's just I, I, I couldn't think of anything worse to do and I just can't believe like... And I had to perch you. myself... <laughs> as dignified as I could over my flask and go for a wee on the M6. (laughs) So then not only did I just feel violated in myself, uh, I then had no drink for the rest of the day and and I was stuck in this queue. I can't believe you had to down all that coffee. I know, it goes against every part of your being, all the nature in the world. It's like, don't drink anymore, you're just for a wee but i have to it was like you know that scene in harry potter when um when dumbledore's having to drink that liquid oh, yes. because of the horcrux it's <laughs> yes. literally it's literally like that he's like no more no more like, just come on this. professor just drink this sir you'll be done <laughs> and you can have a wee and after li- you've done it <laughs> <laughs> literally my reward wasn't the horcrux it was no. having a wee oh my word Oh no, oh, See, that's my nightmare. That really is. So um let's not talk about that much more. <laughs> would you say that the travelling is one of the worst things about the job? Or well I don't travel else? that much anymore now though, Eleanor. Um we go about 
an under an hour and in my end of the country that can get you quite far it can because you're at the narrow yeah, bit we're, aren't we're you? really narrow so we're, we're really lucky um what do you tell tell the listeners what you call my area <laughs> <laughs> no offense to anybody else from the northeast listening but i do call the northeast the wild west yeah and uh, why do i call it, it the wild west? anything goes in the northeast <laughs> during the pandemic if anything was going to happen, it was going to happen in the northeast. <laughs> I mean, you went viral. Oh yeah, during did. the pandemic, didn't you? Yeah, Why didn't I you did. talk about that? Um, so it's sort of like a knock-on story, really. To get to where I went viral, it starts off with something else. So um, quickly, I'll I'll just break it down. We had a, a letter sent to um, my office, and it was addressed to me. So when I opened it, like money came out. And I was thinking, oh my God, what's this? And I noticed it was the correct amount of my fee. And then what what was in was like a lovely letter from someone who watches my videos on Facebook saying um, they've really enjoyed listening to and seeing the videos from the pandemic and um, how it's it's they can see I've brought a lot of joy to people and they've watched it as a family and it's made them feel better and stuff like that. So they said, here, we enclose your fee. Please donate it to a care home of your choice. But the only thing we ask is that you sing You're My World because that's your favourite song. That, that That's our favourite song that you sing. So I thought, right, I'll, um, I'll I've got a care home in mind that I think I'll really appreciate it. It was one of them care homes where they will always scrape together what little bit of money they've got to have a show mm. with me. So I had to go to them. And so um, when I got there, it was raining and it was sort of the time in the pandemic where it was really the height of the pandemic and you weren't allowed in, in the care homes. Yeah. It was like, so it was raining and I had to put my tent up. I say a tent, it, it's a... A portable tanning tent. <laughs> it's been scotch guarded, so it's waterproof. I don't even think it's waterproof. It's ingenious. Anymore. It's so dog eared now, though. It's, it's well, really it honestly legs. Won't it? But I tell you what, that, that tent has got me through some rough times. I it's more than so earned its money. It really has. It really <laughs> yeah. has. Um, so I was in that and I was singing. Um, I was singing all the way through the show in, in that tent because of the rain and I've got electrical equipment. Now, I'll it's, jump in at this stage. That's where you jump in at this stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, like we said, not many people know that this is a job, and yeah. we're kind of known in our areas as the ones that do this job. Yes. Uh-huh. Um. So this video on TikTok of um somebody singing "Country Roads" mm-hmm, in a tanning that. tent mm-hmm. <laughs> from really far away. Uh, someone was filming it from like their bedroom yeah, window. Yeah. Uh-huh. There was quite a few people on the street, and I don't know which one. Uh, yeah, and um. And a friend of mine sent me the video and said, oh my God, is this you? Because they saw a care home singer mm-hmm. and just assumed it was me. And um, I said, no, it's not me, but I know that voice. <laughs> it's my friend Michaela. So I sent it that's over so to funny. you. Like... You literally knew it was me because of the voice. But of I course know I your... did. I would know your voice. So that's you. But I was like, mate, you've gone viral on TikTok. <laughs> it's insane. And we've uh... gone from nobody knowing what our job is to millions of people watching you 3.3 million views on tiktoks it had and then it had like 110,000 likes i think my my personal favorite thing about it all is um some of the theories people were coming up with as to why you were stood in a a tent i know i know someone said i was taking COVID too far (laughs) and then (laughs) my personal favorite 
was when bearing in mind uh, the video I'll, I'll tell you what I'll, I'll pop it on our Facebook page so people can see the short clip of it yes to, re- <laughs> to, to get this story more so you can understand why I'm laughing at the this. fact that you you are not visible yeah it's, at it's, all you're all just you a voice see- coming from a tent <laughs> yeah all you can see is the spirit hand someone said <laughs> she looks like the type of person that would drive around by herself wearing a mask <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, and when I tell you I laughed, I, I couldn't stop laughing because I'm thinking, he got that from the back of the tent. He couldn't even see my face. And then someone said, I bet she drinks Carlsberg, which was also <laughs> funny. <laughs> I bet she drinks Other Carlsberg. Other lager brands also available. available. Yes, that's true. But oh, yeah, so, so um, that that really, but there was there was some lovely comments. Um, th- and like I say, people shared it about so much. That's probably how it went viral. It was lovely. And um, I tried to I tried to copy and paste as much as I could, but then I, I, there was like so many comments. You're fighting a losing battle sometimes, uh, I, I aren't you? I just yeah, thought I'm just, just going to leave no. it. And I've not even looked at the comments since for like, ever since it happened. But yeah, it was, it was lovely, but... Yeah, so then people knew about the job and, um, yeah, the rest is history. Have you found that the majority of, um, I won't say all, because you're never going to please everybody. I mean, some of my homes, I can't believe they've had complaints from the neighbours about noise. Yeah. You you know, but have you found the vast vast majority have been so, oh my God, that's amazing what you're doing. Like, they've been really warm to, to, to do the job that we're doing. It's been really nice. I could not believe that the manager said we've had a noise complaint, and I thought these poor residents. I had a hundred. I had a hundredth birthday in um, Ashington, and someone that was in the back of the flats off the care home had rang the care home complaint because it was a Saturday morning. It's like God, I can't sing at like eleven o'clock on a Saturday morning to a hundred year old's birthday. Like, and but also Eleanor, how many people have turned a hundred? Literally. Oh, so many, so many. But I used to do the um the oldest woman in Britain's home. That's amazing. You see, I've never had anyone that old. I think she I, was a hundred and hundred and um just coming up to one hundred and fourteen. Oh, wow. So she was born in eighteen ninety nine. The the time that I because I went back there in two thousand and thirteen, oh, and she was she was called Dorothy. It was a home in Bridlington, and she um when I used to go up to her, she she looked about ninety. So she was brilliant, like maybe oh. 80, 80 or 90. And I'd, I'd be like, so what's your um, secret then? And she's like, I used to have, I have a glass of whiskey on a morning. <laughs> Honestly. And like, but, but I've seen that in a care Oh, home. what an inspiration. A, a care home I've done a morning show, a 10 o'clock show, and um, we're drinking whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't that's, do that. That's the North I'm only 29, I couldn't. Yeah, that is the North. That is the North for you. That sums up a Northern care home, whiskey on a morning. I tell you what though, um it's just it's it's incredible i mean i've had a lot of 104th birthdays i think that's the oldest i've done so hold on birthday 104, 104 means that they're the first world war babies yes yes yep that's, that's um what 104 be. birthdays but i did used to sing to a gentleman who was 108 at a local care home and he used to get up every day and shave and dress himself but then he was knackered for the rest of the day i was like well you got every right to be a hundred well seeing that i i did a a hundredth birthday a couple of years ago and um it was one of them like a sort of like 
a surreal one because I don't think I've ever told you this one as, as well but I was thinking about it the other day um it was like a, one of them where they'll have a, a, a break in between to have like a cup of tea and biscuits so we were sitting and I went over to the birthday girl and I was like oh are you enjoying your birthday and she was like no everything hurts everyone I know is dead my husband's dead I just want to go. And then they brought the birthday cake out and I was like, they were like, we're going to sing happy birthday to her. So after oh, I just got over, I was like, happy. <laughs> oh, bless her. I know. But then, like, she, that she, is that is the curse of getting old it though. It really is. And it really put me in this perspective thinking like, maybe I don't want to live forever. Here's, here's one for you though. I've done a home where the mother and the daughter are both residents in the same <gasps> care home. No way. So yeah. hold on, what's what's the age like then? Uh, 101. <gasps> oh, I thought I you were going to say think... like younger. No, 101 and 80 odd. And oh they still God. sat together. Oh. And, um, and they were still bickering. It was literally like how me and my, my mum bicker <laughs> if we're like doing something together. And, like, <laughs> oh, that's and they brilliant. were nattering away. And I just thought, you know what? How amazing that I know. she's not on her own yeah i'm not sure if her daughter had to be there or if she chose to retire in there i mean not being funny but the food's the food's good in care homes oh it is and you know what if i never had to iron again oh yeah i'd be well happy yeah and just get cups of tea brought to you all the time some of those some of the homes are absolutely incredible aren't yeah. they yeah yeah i love when luxury. you walk in and it smells like school dinners Oh yeah, when you go in after oh, lunch, you're like, yes. oh, that's uh, good. The amount of times I've been asked to stop for dinner, I'm like, I can't, unfortunately, I've got to get going to my next one, but. <laughs> oh, yeah, and you know what, they they know how to make a good cup of tea as well. They do. But th- and there's always now, lots of biscuits. Yes, uh-huh. well, I can't have any of that now because I've gone vegan, but I, I, I do take a black tea sometimes. Black tea, gone. not even coffee. No, that's controversial. I know black tea is my, my drink. Now you see, being pregnant, I have to. I, I have to be careful with caffeine now. Yeah. And mm-hmm. normally, I am sponsored by Costa yeah, or Starbucks. Oh, me too. Where, yeah. where, where, wherever can I can get a drive through from. Oh, oh yeah, I can. Yeah. yeah. It's not the same. Should we talk about um, how? The old folk like to be a bit honest when they see people sometimes. Oh, uh, you're, you're trying to be nice, like the fact that they have no <laughs> filter at all. <laughs> I was. <laughs> no I was, filter I was at trying, all. I was trying to sort of segue into the fact that you get called fat a lot in this job. <laughs> oh my God, you do. Especially being pregnant. Oh my word. Like some of them. <laughs> I mean, what's the, what's the worst thing that someone said to you? Uh, oh God, I've been called fat so many times. Uh, it was quite funny because the time that you went, you were the first, probably one of the first people in the UK back inside the care home. And I think you were like, oh my God, I've just been called fat. Things are getting back to normal. <laughs> Literally. I was like, I've just been insulted. <laughs> Things are back to normal. I think the the funniest one, like, because honestly, it's water off a duck's back. I don't care. They can call me fat. They can call me whatever. Like, I, I don't care. But once someone was like, come here. So I walked over <laughs> and she was like, whoever told you to wear that dress is no friend of yours. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, my word. <laughs> yeah, I've, honestly. So good. Yeah, or, or when they're like, gosh, she's a big lass. Or, you know, all, all that sort of stuff. Oh, I know. You've had it a bit harsh. I think you've, you've been called, what were you called before? I, I was called an abomination. <laughs> <laughs> honestly. 
And then the same, this, the same woman turned to her husband and said, um, who's told her she can wear a dress with legs like that? <laughs> Honestly, it I really wouldn't mind, makes... but my legs aren't my worst feature. Do you know, yeah, you've, you know got what I mean? some, you've got some shapely legs on you. <laughs> I've still got remnants of my dancing Dancer's days. Dancer's leg. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Especially in a heel. You know, oh, I'm yeah. not ashamed of my legs. Yeah, you have got good legs. But uh, yeah, she didn't like them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love them. Honestly, I I love how honest they are. And honestly, I could never. Like, sometimes when people say stuff, and the, um, like before, um, uh, on I was, <laughs> I was singing a song, and uh, I was singing um, someone to watch over me. Yeah. And Mum was like, "Oh, that used to be my favorite song." <laughs> <laughs> you know what i know i can sing that song and i'm not bothered like you can say what you want i can sing that song all right oh that awkward <laughs> moment at the end of the show when the the activities lady comes around and she's like have you all enjoyed the enjoyed show yes. and they all say yes and there's always that one that goes no no yeah <laughs> oh the, what's the worst song to sing in a care home will you still love me tomorrow because it ends on will you still love me tomorrow and then there's always someone, someone pipes up. no <laughs> get out <laughs> But actually, we we haven't have we spoke about this before um, to each other. But not many people know. But a famous person did this job. She did. A very famous person did this job. Very famous, and one of the most iconic characters in telly was based on a care home resident. I believe it's true. And we have a clip. It's actually Catherine Tate, and she told this to this anecdote to Tom Cruise, and he loved it. So we'll play the clip for you now. And Nan's voice, because it's an old granny, a kind of foul-mouthed granny, but, like, properly foul-mouthed. You do some now, Fred. Oh, all right. Uh, <laughs> well, I actually, uh, I got the voice when I was at drama school, when I was training, um, and they split up our year, and half the year went to, um, to schools to give kids a really serious, devised play about not taking drugs. The other, well, the other half, except for four of us, went to another school to talk about using condoms when you start having yeah, sex. Great. And four of us <laughs> got asked to go round the local old-age old pensioners' home <laughs> and give them a trip down memory lane, um, which, as it turns out, old people can't be dragged down memory lane. <laughs> they don't want to go. <laughs> they don't want to go. So we turned up, you know, it was about 18, and they'd put us in sort of old-agey clothes and hats, and they asked... And we used to go in to their recreation room, you know. There's a table tennis, you know, <laughs> cobwebs on it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's their sort of recreation room, and we'd stand up in front of them and um, sing... I think it was the Andrews Sisters or something, and they'd go... Well, we'd have to go dancing under the apple tree with anyone else but me. And as we walked on, there was one place, it was in Temple Fortune, because I went to Central in yeah. North London, and they sent us this place. And as I walked on, one lady, as I walked on, she went, oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember thinking, oh, this is extraordinary. And as I was doing my stuff, and we, went, we did it for about 20 minutes, and all the time she was just like, oh, she's all out now, isn't it? This. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end of it, and we'd been doing very professional job as we are 18, you know, whatever it was, you know, it's a long way to Tipperary. Join in! It's a long And at the end of it, she went, is she going to stay in front of that fucking chelly all day? <laughs> <laughs> so good. 
<laughs> it's brilliant, isn't it? Like, imagine if that never happened, we wouldn't have Nan. Literally, she was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> ah, is she going to stand in front of that telly all day? That is so true. Of course, you do get so put in true. front of the telly. And I have the decency to turn it off. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm turning your telly off. Okay. Yeah, they don't like that. Yeah, especially if I'm normally, I'm normally on when like tenables. It's tenable. Yes. Tenable always starts when, when we're finished. Yes. No, it's it's when we when I finished because I normally do a, a two till three, and tenables always on. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, do you want do you want ITV on? Because <laughs> I know that's what they want to watch. I know. Or the I morning know. shows, if there's something really juicy happening on like this morning. Yeah. Or Homes Under the Hammer. I'm yeah. like, I'm going to have to turn it off now. So do we have any embarrassing stories we want to tell? Well, I know you'd do. <laughs> oh, hold on. Which embarrassing story? I've had so many. My my favourite one of yours is um, when you had to do the Lord's Prayer. Oh. That is my all-time... Is it really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, this this is like oh, I get so. <laughs> if this could happen, it's going to happen to me, right? Because everything happens to me in this job. So I was doing a um a home in Newcastle, and it was sort of like a mental health facility home where the the residents were sort of anything from maybe a bit younger than me to about sixty five. Yeah. And all the way through the show, someone was shouting from the back, "Sing the Lord's Prayer! Sing the Lord's Prayer!" So. I was sort of like the Lord's Prayer. And like, yeah, the Lord's Prayer. Sing the Lord's Prayer. And I've just sort of ignored it after that, thinking, oh, I don't think she means it. So I just carried on. So then um, she gets to the point where halfway through towards the end, she's like, are you singing the Lord's Prayer? So I was like, I'll sing the Lord's Prayer at the end, thinking, how am I going to sing the Lord's Prayer? <laughs> it doesn't have a tune. And I've probably not sung it. I've not said it since year six. So... At the end of the show, I'm like, right, okay, we're going to sing the Lord's <laughs> Prayer, everyone. So I just sort of make up my own tune, and I'm like, Our Father, who art in heaven, have I be thy name? And everyone sort of, like, isn't excited about it at all, and I'm and they're sort of looking about, and I'm thinking, well, what are you looking at me like that for? You asked for it all the way through. This is not my encore. You asked for it. <laughs> and then, And then she's like... As I finish, I'm like, forever and ever, amen. <laughs> and everything's like sort of like a smattering of applause. <laughs> and they're sort of looking around at each other. And then I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, no, I bet she meant Cliff Richard's version of the Millennium Prayer. <laughs> the one that's old Lang Syne. Oh, no, the, the old Lang Syne, you know, the... Um, of other art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. <laughs> that one. That and was the I one they wanted. <laughs> fast enough of that home. I think I was like, right, bye, and I was out. But yeah, they had me back, and, and you know what? It's it's <laughs> it's sort of like an unspoken rule. We just don't speak about the Lord's prayer. <laughs> She's never mentioned it to me since, and I've never mentioned it either. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk about it. Don't mention don't it. Don't even ask it. me for it ever again because it's never going to happen. So, yeah, that was it. But I have so many embarrassing stories that, I mean, to say that the tip of the iceberg, oh, and, you know, like oh, in all of the stories that we do have, we have probably double the amount that we could never tell you. Well, this is it. I mean, mine. Yeah. I, you, I you, can't. Yeah, yeah, I can't. The embarrassing one, I can't tell. I can't. I think I'll. um. I mean, I've yeah. told you. Um, <laughs> just That's true. Bless them. Um, yeah. But like I said, they've got no filter. <laughs> 
I thought it might be quite nice. I thought it might be quite nice to um, do some quick, quick fire questions yes. to finish us off. Before we go, yes. Do yes. You start? So, yep, yeah, I'll throw something at you first. Okay, Ooh. so what's been your highlight of the week? Highlight of the week? Oh, mm. I had a show where they asked for an encore. So I did, uh, <laughs> I did Big Spender. And then um, as I sang Big Spender, a lady sort of dirty danced her way into the room. <laughs> and she was sort of like, hey, Big Spender, like really started to go for it. And I laughed so much. That was a good, that was a good, uh, that was a good show. All of my shows have been brilliant this week, though. And um, I've had really good fun. But yeah, that was just, that tickled me because she sort of like out of peripheral vision, I saw her like enter the room, like swaying and like shaking her bum and stuff. And it was really funny. Back at you for that one. Oh, bless. She was loving yeah, she it. She really was. Um, highlight of the week. Um, probably visiting a home that I haven't been able to go to for 18 oh. months and seeing all the residents healthy and happy and no, no empty chairs. Did they, did they remember you? You know, yes, yes, they did. Oh. They remembered me. They, some of them didn't remember me to look at me, but then I am like double the size I was the last time they saw me. <laughs> but as soon as I started singing, you know, and I got the most wonderful hug from one of the residents. Oh. Thankfully, it was when I'd, I'd got my full PPE on when I'd walked in. I had a resident run and hug me the other day. She literally realised it was me and she was like, <gasps> and then run and hugged me. I Bless was like, oh. okay, um, I'll throw some one more to you. Hmm. <clears throat> What's the one thing, the biggest thing that you think has affected you since the pandemic with your job? Um, Sort of the, the interaction and being able to be inside the room and just physically dancing yeah with them i think like it's not the same is it really behind like when you've got a stay and you can't get get in with them and you know stuff that's that's what's really yeah yeah i don't know about you but i like to share the mic and go go round and have a dance with them Mm -hmm. and that's what's really been yeah it's it's really although the other week I, I did have a, a, a home where I was allowed a bit of a dance because I'd actually had a had to have a PCR test to go in so it was like I was sort of like the staff yes yeah so they were like you can have a bit of a dance and it was brilliant where you had a proper laugh and it was absolutely lovely oh you can't beat it so you can't beat it, it was it was yeah so um I think should we wrap up this episode and um yeah yeah we can we can say that we're, we're going to try and get some more people on as a guest speaker and we're going to ask them questions about you know what their funniest moments are or anything that they've been called yeah. <laughs> how, how they've had to adjust things i i, I yes I, in the pandemic i think next 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 time would be a really nice way to introduce the guests we've got coming on you know let's talk about how the pandemic has changed things Yes, because it really has changed our job a lot. It has. I mean, walk down memory lane has been lovely today, but things have changed a lot since mm-hmm. we started. It's not the same job anymore. It's now. not. Don't get me wrong. It's getting it's getting back there, but it's really the the my business is unrecognisable now from what it used to be. And you know what? I mean, I never envisaged being pregnant doing this job during the pandemic, but I will be really really pleased when I can use the toilets again. <laughs> that mm-hmm. would be lovely mm-hmm. why are all I of bet. my stories about the toilet 
<laughs> every time it's about how much no. I need to be. I'm not that toilet bad. Toilet time. <laughs> toilet time podcast. But yeah, that that oh. would be great to be able to get inside and use a toilet at work. See, I've, I've been allowed to, but maybe it's because I'm in the Wild you West. You are the Wild West, I've told you. Yeah, that's true. Saying that, I... I was the first one to gig outside and I was the first one to gig online. But a lot more yeah. of your clients did it, I think. Well, I remember my first outdoor gig was when I was um, outside of a home in Sunderland and I was crying my eyes out and I don't cry in this job at all. Like I had a man in front of me today show cried, cried all the way through and I just, I don't even acknowledge it anymore because it's sort of like i've done you've got you'd, think, you'd be so upset all the time wouldn't you if you yeah, let you it really get would. to you so i have a, a stone heart unfortunately to it all and i just don't get upset but then i did get upset for my very first outdoor gig back and i was singing dion and the belmonts a teenager yeah. in love and i was like each night i ask because i was so crying so much because I looked up at the window and there were some some of them couldn't come outside yeah. and they were waving at the window crying because they recognized you know what was singing that along. did me I, I did a live on the um on Facebook didn't I after my first show back mm-hmm. and I, I was just sobbing in the car <laughs> like, yes, I'd I been singing you are my sunshine and they were all through the window waving at me and yeah and that was after we'd only not been going in for like a week like, yeah. I don't think we ever envisioned it would be quite the way it's been. But, I know. Yeah. Anyway, thank you so much to everybody that's uh, tuned in and listened today. Um, we hope uh, you've enjoyed a little trip down memory lane and do tune in next time. We're going to be getting some guests on and having a chat and a cuppa and um, talking about what's been going on in in this weird weird job of us <laughs> the, the job where there's no click down menu to say what your profession is <laughs> yeah where, where you have to compromise when you're doing your car insurance what do i yeah, do and you, i'm an opera singer yes me too it's the closest oh thing. my god that's so funny yeah opera singer is possibly the closest thing as to what we can put down it's either opera singer or music teacher they're the only two options i just went with opera yeah. singer i'm not yeah i'm not i'm not teaching anyone it's the old folk teach me every day yeah it's so true it's it's so true right well thank you so much for listening everyone and we will see you next time bye Bye.